Welcome to Blood Moon Milk, the astrology show that comes out every new and full moon to help guide you on your mindfulness, meditation, and manifestation journey. I'm your host, Aurora, and this episode is all about the full moon in Capricorn. Of course, the full moon in Capricorn means that we are full on in cancer season, and if you didn't catch my cancer season video, I highly recommend that you check it out. But this episode is all about the full moon in Capricorn that occurs on June 24th at three degrees, the sign of Capricorn in opposition to the sun that's at three degrees, the sign of Cancer. Full moons tend to be a time of fruition and culmination and can be a wonderful time to celebrate all things success and in this case success for Capricorn. I think this is a great time to look back at the last couple of Capricorn seasons that we've been through and including Capricorn and Cancer seasons as well to look at where we've come from to get a sense of how far we've come in that journey already. This Capricorn full moon will feel so incredibly different to the last one that we had last year. And this is partially because the nodes have changed signs, the, the lunar nodes. Uh, they have were last year in the sign of Cancer and Capricorn, and they were hitting that COVID club of planets. Um, the COVID club being Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto that were all clustered in Capricorn opposing the North Node of Destiny in Cancer. And so with that in mind, everything was very tense. It felt like everything that we wanted to do and wanted to become was being um, sort of restricted by external circumstances. In this case, um, not only the physical and practical sociological manifestation of COVID and all of that that entailed, but also on an astrological uh, level, we had Jupiter who expands everything that it touches conjuncting Saturn, uh, who restricts everything and puts big issues uh, or big restrictions on anything that it touches. So there's, there you go, it's like big expansive restrictions. And then they were all conjunct Pluto as well, who in this case, you know, the Lord of Death, let's be real. So last year around this time, we saw some of the biggest spikes in numbers uh, during at least the American um, COVID pandemic. This Capricorn full moon will feel so much different compared to the last ones that we had. Partially because, you know, as a society, we've moved on from those tense circumstances that were holding us in place last year. Um, but astrologically speaking, we are also in a different place. The nodes have moved on from Cancer and Capricorn to Gemini and Sagittarius. So we're looking at society and thinking about what it is that society wants, um, where we should be moving and thinking about, you know, the, the whole group and their thoughts versus the individual. Um, and, you know, we're seeing that kind of play out um, now. Uh, one way you could look at that is the confirmation and the installation of Juneteenth. That is something that's good for society. You know, not only is it recognizing, um, you know, a painful past, but um, honoring that difficulty and, you know, saying that here we are, like that was the past and let's move on to a brighter, better future for everybody. Um, and that's somewhat in opposition to the South Node in Sagittarius, which wants what the individual wants. Um, Sagittarius is very good at knowing its mind and going after it. So we're seeing that kind of, you know, power struggle play out in a way with um, some of these 
more critical issues that are showing up in the news. But let's talk about Capricorn. Capricorn is a 10th sign of the Zodiac, and it's the traditional ruler of the 10th house of the Zodiac. And what is the 10th house? The, the 10th house is all about career and hard work and being recognized for that hard work. So if you have any placements at or near three degrees Capricorn, you could be in, or uh, three degrees Virgo or Taurus, cause that would be trine this full moon, um, or even a water sign, three degrees in Scorpio, um, Pisces and also Cancer, <laughs> obviously. Well, you'll be, you know, this could be a very nice full moon where you feel like you are being recognized for your contribution to, uh, and hard work in society, but also seeing, um, you know, demonstrations of how your work has helped the community. So that's yummy. That's exciting energy. Capricorn, of course, is ruled by Saturn, the most serious of all the planets, except for perhaps Pluto. Um, Pluto being the lord of the underworld and having a certain amount of finality to what it is that he, he says and does. Uh, Saturn, on the other hand, is the ruler of all things material and, um, and physical. Um, when we have our Saturn returns at age 29 and a half, our bodies have finished growing and maturing and we are thrust forward into the unknown, so to speak. Um, and you can look at that from an astrological perspective as well. We're seeing, you know, like we know how we communicate. We know who we're interested in. Um, that's Mercury and Venus. Um, we kind of know our place in the world, so to speak, but we're still looking for it. We know how we like to do things, that's Mars, and we know what makes us happy, and that would be Jupiter. And then when we reach uh, age 29 and a half, Saturn comes and knocks on our door with all these responsibilities and asks us to grow up. That's our choice, whether we choose to embrace that or not. And that comes, you know, that's called the Saturn return in astrology. As a planet and an energy, Saturn rules the physical. So it's a natural ruler of Capricorn, which is uh, the cardinal earth sign. Cardinal signs are instigators. They like to get things going. They like to be the boss of things. The other cardinal signs are Aries, Cancer, Libra, and lastly, Capricorn. So those signs like to get things started, get things going, moving. They incidentally are the signs that the first come with the changes of season so the first day of the season comes along in that sign so we see um capricorn being the the uh the first day of winter but we're in cancer season now so that would be the first day of summer uh just around the corner if you're watching this video at the time that it's posted it's the cardinal earth sign right um being that it likes to be the leader it likes power and seeks control and likes to be in charge of things but because it's an earth sign, it's, its domain is the physical, it's the material level. And so that's why Capricorn is thought of as this, this powerful manifestation energy. And so if you, whether you have Capricorn like placements with personal planets or not, you have it in your chart somewhere, right? You can use this time to connect with your own ability and drive to work hard, to see your work pay off because we know it's it's not always just enough to work hard. You have to work smart as well and be well connected. All of these things go together. So 
check in with yourself, see where you feel like you're being recognized, where you're not, what it is that you might be able to do in order to be more recognized for your work and your contributions to society and to be compensated for them uh, because it's not fun to work with no reward or recognition, that's called martyrdom. And it's really not a healthy um, place to be mentally. So let's look for ways to reward that hard work in ourselves and others this full moon. So let's keep talking about Capricorn. Let's understand this Capricorn energy so we can kind of take advantage of this full moon most fully into the best of our abilities. Capricorn energy rules the knees, the joints, the skeletal system, so the bones and the teeth as well. A lot of times Capricorns tend to have very noticeable or prominent teeth and maybe even a little goat-like in appearance. Um, and this can be charming, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be something that um, is unattractive in, in any way, actually. Sometimes you might notice a Capricorn without them even telling you their sun sign. If you're out to eat with a group of people, you notice who likes to kind of crunch their food. It's um, they're likely to be a Capricorn, so just uh, be aware. So what is a Capricorn? That's a great question. A Capricorn is another name for the sea goat. It's um, a mythical creature that dates back to ancient Greek mythology, and its front legs are that of a goat, and its back end is that of a fish, um, and it spends most of its time in the sea. And it's actually one of the hardest signs to find uh, really good mythological sources for, but I found one and I'll relate that story to you now. There was a sea goat named Precious who was made by Saturn, and the legend that ties Precious to Capricorn mythology begins with the younger sea goats, Precious's children and offspring. Precious's children swam in the sea and liked to find their way to the shore. The problem was, once they climbed out on land, they started to lose their fish tails, and with it, their knowledge, their higher thinking powers, and they would sort of revert. Um, to regular old land goats. So of course this was um, upsetting to Precious because he knew that eventually if they lost their ability to have this higher thinking and this reasoning power that they would forget where they came from. Also, not to mention they wouldn't have their fishtails anymore so they couldn't swim in the sea as adeptly as the, like, the ones with the fishtails still. So Precious, of course, became very upset by the idea of his children never being able to come home. And so he had the ability to turn back time. This was his special gift, kind of like Superman when he could like fly in reverse and change time. The only person who would know was Superman. Well, that was kind of Precious's um, ability as well. So he was able to turn back time and he was the only one who knew that time was turned back. And then all the goats were back in the sea because they never climbed out. All the little baby Capricorns were back swimming in the sea. And then inevitably they were drawn back to the land again. And the whole cycle started over. So this we can see here, um, Precious, his, his desire to control and have power over people, especially family members, that's pretty key with Capricorn energy, but also the 
the supernatural ability to control time, that's one of Saturn's messages for us um, in astrology is timekeeping. Um, I'm wearing my, my watch here as a symbol of that Saturn seriousness. Um, but, and, and timekeeping ability. But this is Precious's and Capricorn's desire to have power over others, even if, for their own good in a lot of times, in a lot of circumstances. However, he also realized he actually had no control, no matter how much he tried to keep them from going to shore, the little baby Capricorn goats would crawl out onto shore inevitably over and over and over again. He forbade them to go. They kept going anyway. He would turn back time. He would forbid them. They would go, repeat. <laughs> he would turn back time. He would forbid them to go. They would go, and then they would forget who they are. And so this became an exhausting merry-go-round of like chasing tails, so to speak. And eventually he realized he just had to give up. He was not going to be successful in any way at controlling his offspring. I think that's another great lesson for Capricorn energy and Saturn as well, is you cannot control others. You can only suggest based on wisdom and experience, but it's not your opportunity, it's not your place necessarily to tell them what to do. They have to learn the lessons and suffer the consequences on their own. Um, so ultimately, in his misery and in his despair, Precious asked Kronos, um, or Saturn in this in this case, um, if we're going using the Roman names, Kronos was the Greek name, Saturn is the Roman name in mythology. Uh, he begs Kronos to like to just end his immortality and be like let it be over. And instead, Kronos places him in the sky as the constellation Capricorn. And this way he could watch all of his children who had come from the sea on the mountaintops from above. Which I think that would probably, like, if I was Capricorn, I mean, I guess you have to sort of live with that. But I think I'd be kind of bummed out. I'd be like watching the thing that you tried and tried and I, maybe there, maybe he's finding peace there. I don't know. I think it would be difficult to to, for that to, it, it's, it's difficult energy. It's serious energy, it's hardworking, it's, I mean, we kind of see the, the extent to which Capricorn is willing to go for, for its children. It's really fond of tradition. Um, it is power hungry and seeks to control others. Um, and it likes to be the boss. Knowing what we do about Capricorn mythology now, let's think about um, how that might show up in a person or in a circumstance that's being highly affected by a Capricorn transit. Remember, Pluto is still in Capricorn um, and will be for another couple of years. And so it's still worth noticing and so it's still worth noting that Capricorn, like there are planets in Capricorn right now and every year something goes through Capricorn and it's not just the moon and, and the lunar cycles. However, the full moon in Capricorn is a really great time to check in with yourself in regards to all of those themes. Capricorn can be a workaholic at the expense of its personal relationships. That's probably the worst thing about it other than um, 
the the power hungriness and the willing the the willingness of it to go to extreme lengths to control others those are the the downsides to capricorn energy the upsides however is that it's great at manifesting um things on the material level that being things like you know actual things um as well as wealth it's an earth sign so it tends to be very in tune with nature when it stops to smell the roses it can be hard to get it to do that but once it does it really feels at home taking a walk in the forest or gardening um, farming agriculture all these things uh, can be greatly affected by a generous outpouring of capricorn energy capricorn's also the sign of big business and government institutions state government could be the federal government and global governments the way governments on a as a whole are working and affecting each other um you know if one's pulling over here and one's pulling over here it creates kind of tension um but also it's in opposition to cancer and that's why we're having this full moon now in cancer season is because these two are polarity cancer represents feminine nurturing and if you watched my cancer season video you kind of get a sense of what that energy is like and capricorn energy is the hyper masculine power hungry domineering and controlling and traditional male masculine activity that seeks stability on the high side of Capricorn energy is one of my favorite, favorite Capricorns, Dolly Parton. I think she is just, I mean, a wonderful example of somebody who has worked hard to make a unique impact on the world using their talents and gifts. And when I say she's worked hard, she's worked hard her whole life. Um, since she was a child, she's been singing and performing in public. Um, and she's built something lasting with her work and her catalog. I mean, she worked for other people before she became, you know, the, the person that we know and love today. Um, and so she worked for a long time behind the scenes, honing and mastering her craft before she came in front of the camera um, or into the spotlight, if you will. Um, she was a songwriter and that's what you know she would call herself i think would be a songwriter um versus a singer but she does sing obviously um but she's done so much good for the world with her work so she's been able to capitalize off of it in a very what lasting way for sure i mean she built a catalog of work other people use royalties and rights from i will always love you from whitney houston and she opened dollywood that's something that not really m many other people have been able to build on that kind of scale she does good things like dolly parton's imagination library where th she sends free books to kids to help with literacy after the Gatlinburg fires in East Tennessee a few years ago, she was one of the biggest private donors uh, to help people rebuild their homes and their lives. So that's again, a family and tradition. Uh, so is the Imagination li Library and even Dollywood. A lot of people go there on a family trip, uh, like on a regular-ish, maybe semi-annual basis to spend time with their families and have fun. So 
Um, there's the there's the low side of Capricorn, the workaholic, the person who sacrifices personal relationships for business and enterprise purposes and is power hungry and tries to control other people. And then there's Dolly Parton. I mean, there really is like a dark and a light side to every energy of the Zodiac. Um, and that's what makes it interesting. There needs to be that balance, right? So let's look at the astrology of this particular full moon in Capricorn. The full moon in Capricorn occurs on June 24th at 2.39 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the moon will be at 3 degrees Capricorn in opposition to the sun at 3 degrees in, in Cancer. But what else is going on? What else do we have going on astrologically of note? Well, let's see. The sun, like we said, is at three degrees in the sign of Cancer. Also in Cancer is, uh, is Venus, who's getting ready to move on into Leo. In Leo already is Mars at roughly eight degrees at the time of the full moon. And then Mars is building up to a Saturn opposition, which will be one of the biggest transits of the year. Check out my other video, Mars-Saturn opposition. Um, and check out my other video, Mars and Leo. It's all about that Saturn opposition and the tension that it can bring. I've been seeing a lot of Leos and Aquarians in my practice lately who have been going through a rough time and this can kind of help explain and unpack that um, in a general sense, but the way it shows up for you, of course, would be personal because your transits and your chart is personal to you. What else is going on? Mercury is direct, yay. So we've had Mercury retrograde for the last three, three and a half weeks or so. And now he's finally moving forward in his home sign of Gemini. So if you've been putting off making plans, phone calls, travels, traveling, big, find uh, big purchases, um, especially anything that's like a car, truck, new phone, computer, that kind of thing. Um, now that Saturn is direct, it's a good time to start thinking about what, what it is you want, but avoid making any big purchases until after we get out of the shadow phase next month. And then we've got uh, the North Node is at 10 degrees Gemini, and that's where we just had that um, that eclipse last month in the new moon eclipse of Gemini that kind of rocked a lot of people's world. I've met a lot of Geminis lately who were kind of had their their eyes really opened at what was going on and, and new things starting for them, big, big new opportunities, life changes, moving, that kind of thing, um, all around this new moon in Gemini. So I wasn't surprised at all to see them saying that. And then we've got uh, Uranus. Uranus is at three, uh, 13 degrees in the sign of Taurus. So if you've got personal planets at or near 13 degrees Taurus or Scorpio um, in opposition to that, your life could be in for a bit of um, a wake-up call in some ways. Um, Uranus is the planet of unpredictability. And I don't like to say what he's gonna do because he's just as likely to do the opposite. But it, in general, just brings a little bit of chaos, a little spice to life, that curveball, if you will, to um, to everything that he touches. But usually it's for the good of humanity in some way or another. And that's kind of up to you and how you react to it. But just know that if you've got a lot of stuff in Taurus or in Scorpio, like, again, some other people I've been seeing recently and myself, I have 
Um, my Midheaven, my Mercury, my Venus are all in Scorpio, so Uranus is like staring me down a little bit. And so it's not, I'm not terribly surprised that I'm now a full-time astrologer versus, uh, you know, having a day job these days. But it, you know, it is what we make it. Embracing the change is the best way to kind of ride that rodeo. And then we have Chiron. Chiron is at 12 degrees Aries. Um, and he is like, during this full moon, he's on the uh, the descendant here, like pretty much in opposition to the ascendant in, in Libra. Um, and Chiron in Aries is, uh, brings on sudden insights for personal growth and healing. The past, uh, Chiron is all about healing old wounds and wounds that just won't heal, but creating healing opportunities to kind of clear those up. So it's not always fun in the moment, but in hindsight, phew, what a relief that's over with, right? Clearing up that energy to make room for something new and much better. So then we have Neptune, Neptune in Pisces. And Neptune's at 23 degrees Pisces, and he'll be going retrograde shortly this Cancer season. And so when Neptune goes retrograde, it's a good time for us to sit and reflect about our subconscious and Pisces. It's all about how we direct our, our, our attentions and intentions and what it is that we really truly want for ourselves because of where we're, putting our focus. So notice where you're putting your focus during this Neptune retrograde. Then we have Jupiter, who is also retrograde now. Jupiter is in early on in Pisces and he'll retrograde back from two degrees Pisces all the way to 22 degrees Aquarius later this year, about six months from now. So if you've got personal plans there, you're in for a bit of good luck, uh, joy, opportunity, expansive growth from Jupiter. And then, um, in Aquarius, of course, we have Saturn who's retrograde. Saturn retrograde is all about going back, taking account and responsibility for things you might have missed in the past and really assessing who we are, what we are. And for you Aquarians out there who are feeling this in a big way, uh, I myself am an Aquarius rising, feeling that hardcore, um, coming to terms with taking responsibility for my work um, in a more personal way and letting that kind of lead me into the future um, as it will, so to speak, big deal for me personally. So Aquarians out there feeling similar things going on, I 100% commiserate. And then uh, lastly, but definitely not least, we have Pluto at 26 degrees Capricorn. So he's actually really far away from this moon in terms of Capricorn. The moon will be at three degrees, Pluto's at 27 degrees, um, at 26 degrees Capricorn. So they're, they're almost in different signs, but not quite. So that just means that luckily, Pluto is kind of gonna give us a break this Capricorn full moon. It's not gonna be as intense as it could be. If, if this full moon was a little bit closer, it could be a real dramatic situation. But instead, we've got a lot of trines happening, a lot of sextiles happening during this full moon, and only a couple squares. So. Yes, there will be some drama coming up this cancer season. I've talked about that stuff in other videos, but mainly I think this is just gonna be a nice harmonious full moon where we can enjoy 
the expressions of our hard work and how they've shown up for us. So how can we do that? Let's talk about mindfulness, meditation, and manifesting that harmonious and flowing life. So during this full moon, I suggest you work with Tiger's Eye. Tiger's Eye is great for working with the solar plexus chakra and the root chakra. So it can help ground you as well as stimulate you and help you take responsible, thoughtful, logical action, which is what Capricorn energy is all about. So what are the questions we can ask ourselves during a mindfulness session for, while we meditate during this full moon to get the most out of it? So here we go. Am I working to the fullest of my abilities? How balanced is my relationship between power and my family? What is it that I need to control and why do I need to control it? Make sure you take credit for your work when it's well done, but also be liberal with your praises to others for their hard work as well. How is my time management doing? Am I where I thought I would be in life by this point? If not, ask yourself why that's okay and how it might be better than where you thought you would be. Try to make it positive instead of beating yourself up. How am I doing professionally? How am I doing professionally? Ask your colleagues or bosses for feedback. On that note, let me know how I'm doing in the comments below. So don't forget to subscribe, share the video with your friends, and I'll see you next time on Blood Moon Milk. A very special thank you to the talented Adam McIntyre for the theme music, and that's it. Thanks. Happy full moon in Capricorn.